to the one where I met your mother. It's a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. And how are you, Natalie? Uh, I'm okay. We were just talking about how we've had an action-packed weekend. Yeah, we really did it up. We, uh, uh, what did we do? We went to Catalina. We went to Catalina. We went to a, a wedding. wedding. We went to the LA County Fair. We had yeah. like a great like SoCal spring weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I have I have some allergies, so my voice is a little raspy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll power through, or not. Maybe we'll just cut the episode short. <laughs> Right. We're going to give the listeners what they want. <laughs> Which is us doing the whole episode? That's what they want? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that was what they wanted. Uh, this is a show where we talk about an, an episode of Friends and an episode of How I Met Your Mother, uh, compare and contrast, uh, that sort of thing. And uh, today we're on season three, episode four. Season three, episode four of uh, Friends is called The One with the Metaphorical Tunnel. Yep. And season three, episode four... Of how I met your mother is called Little Boys, yeah. and uh, uh, let's let's put a pin in <laughs> Little Boys. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll come back to that later. We're going to start with Friends season three episode four, the one with the metaphorical tunnel. We get a non perk opening, right? Yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a an infomercial, yeah, Amazing Discoveries infomercial for a product. You put in like a milk carton, yeah. To, to it like, like creates a, a, a like a spigot, yeah, like, like a, a spout, spigot. yeah. yeah. Um, Which um, that's actually like kind of a good idea. Like when they were using it, I was like, I could see, I could see a use in that. Yeah, but it, it's it's funny. It's um, the reason they're watching is because Joey's in it. Right. Uh, he's the guy who like has trouble opening milk in the traditional way. Yeah. Um, and uh, but what's what's important here is that not in the infomercial but in the episode, Joey's arm is still in a sling. Yeah. So I, I looked this up, and this is like because I was like, this can't be like just a character thing, and it's not. It's true. Matt LeBlanc dislocated his shoulder during the filming of the one where no one's ready, and they wrote it into it. And they, I think, they wrote that cold open with the jumping in the bed to explain why his character would be in a sling for multiple weeks. Yeah. So he actually did dis- dislocate his shoulder. I was trying to remember what he does in the one where no one's ready, like that he would have hurt his shoulder, just putting on all of Chandler's clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting that they were able to write it in and that they didn't try to hide it like when women are pregnant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they didn't yeah. like put a pillow on top of his arm. Or... <laughs> yeah, but I guess what, um, I was trying to watch in the infomercial, he's not wearing the sling, but it would have been shot after his arm was hurt. And there, yeah. his, he is kind of like resting his arm on the counter in the infomercial. Yeah. Um, the infomercial, I mean, it was played for humor, but it was like super 80s you know even though we're like mid 90s but that commercial red is like did it yes i feel like i saw those kind of commercials in like the, 90s. the music yeah and yeah. the yeah. styling and the outfits like it was very amazing discovery it was very 80s but i also wondered like if the the target audience for people who watch those sorts of things are probably a little behind the times. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true too. Uh, but it, I thought it was a pretty good, like, and it has the, um, there has to be a better way. Yeah. And I feel like, um, that joke has been made so many times. Yeah. Um, but I, I, we've had this before with, um, Oh, what did Phoebe say? 
oh, hold me closer, Tony Danza or whatever, where I have to be like, that seems so played out, but maybe it wasn't yeah. in, in, in 1996 or whatever. Uh, anyway, so they're watching that. Um, and, uh, and then we, we finally get to the perk and Joey's like mad cause he missed an audition cause, uh, Chandler didn't take the message, but it turns out Phoebe was the one who answered the phone and didn't take the message cause they were in the middle of a game of hide and seek, yeah. <laughs> which is very funny. Yeah. Um, but she, uh, uh, because she feels bad for not taking this message, she calls the casting director and pretends to be Joey's agent. And this leads to a whole plot line in the entire episode. Um, we'll get back to that. Then we get the, my least favorite plot line of the episode. Uh, Carol and Su- Susan show up at Monica and Rachel's with, the with Ben. Yeah. Cause uh, this is just their way station. Everyone just comes to Monica and Rachel's. They don't, Carol and Susan aren't dropping Ben off at Ross's apartment. They're dropping off at Ross's sister's apartment. Yeah. Do they say we're going to aunt Monica's or we're going to your dad's? I wonder. I think aunt Monica's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wrote, um, Ben is back. Uh, ben is back. Starring Lucas Hedges and Julia Roberts. <laughs> Never really watched that movie. <laughs> um, really? Yeah, where Julia Roberts, where Lucas Hedges is the uh, uh, her son, and he's in rehab, and he gets out of rehab for like Thanksgiving weekend or yes, whatever. Yes, yes. And then like someone yes. steals their family dog. It was a good movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, ben is back, uh, and Ben is back, and he's playing with a Barbie, and this freaks ross out in a way that got really tiring very quickly um and he like wants him to play with like trucks and and, yeah eventually gi joe first he's got like a truck and like a dyno thing it's like it's really like I, i don't think that's a nice thing to do to a kid to say like no that's wrong like when they're not doing anything that's harmful to like yeah it's gives the impression they've done something wrong when they haven't seems like bad parenting yeah and susan and carol were right like they went to get a toy he picked out the barbie and they gave him the barbie like that's what you do when you're a good parent yeah 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 um yeah this leads into the whole other question of like in the 90s especially toy stores would have boys and girls aisles Mm -hmm. which is uh also like problematic from the jump you know but um uh anyway so this that that also leads to a to a storyline what i liked about this scene is rachel actually has the like milk spout thing from the uh, <laughs> yeah and casually is like pouring her yeah into yeah. her cereal yeah um hold on Luckily, you have a new uh, Trader Joe's Fears oh, for this flyer yeah. in case we need to vamp. But that's okay. No, we're not there yet. Um, so, um, and this is where I find out. So, Monica, I had completely forgotten. Because I said at the beginning of the season, I was like, oh, did Monica get a job in the off season? I completely forgot they established that she had a job. She's still the... the at the diner from, like from the, Tick, Tick, Boom, yeah. <laughs> which is a real place. Yeah. Uh, and it's, and she's dressed up as Jane Mansfield or whatever. It's that type, you yeah. know, where she's got the big fake bosoms. Yeah. Uh, she yeah, has to the, dance on the table. Yeah. So she's like late for work and she's missing one of her fake breasts. And Joey is like using it as a pillow yeah. on the, uh, on the, on the chair. Um, and, uh, here we get to my favorite storyline of the episode, uh, which is Chandler and Janice. Yes. Um, and it definitely made me think of 
you and me because the thing that like kind of set Chandler off that like, Oh, this is getting too serious is the sharing of food at a, they went out to eat and Jenna's like without even asking or saying anything, just like put some of her chicken on his plate and took some of his tomatoes and yeah. like, and, and shared, which is something like you and I, we were literally just talking about it yesterday that I, have gotten much better with the sharing, but yeah. I used to be very like, no, what I ordered is what I'm eating, and I ordered exactly what I want. And when I say I can't it, spare a single bit, of it. I want to try yours. You try mine, and you you always say like, oh no, like I have enough food here. But like, that's not what it's about. It's about like <laughs> trying different things. That's like part of the fun. So in my perfect world, when we'd go out to eat, we would always get two dishes and split them like that's the best way to do it is like order two. that way you get to right. try more things and then you have a variety of a bunch of different yeah. flavors and it's yeah that doesn't work though because you're vegetarian and i'm not so that's a problem right um but uh yeah i should probably we should all be vegetarian yeah um i know <laughs> but also like i mean the world is ending what does that even mean no um, no that's the wrong way to think i'm just you you know that i'm in a bad place right now that's the thing about podcasting is you have to do it every week whether you want to or not and right now like you mentioned your allergies and i'm like distracted by other things like yeah. we would both rather not be doing this right now that's i think true. don't say that <laughs> listeners don't need to know that um but uh uh, but anyway, this is this leads to um, the whole thing is that it's not that Chandler is like I used to be averse to sharing food. It's that it represents a level of comfort with one another, right. a relationship, kind of like George with the like, you know, uh, what does Jerry say? Like, is there any Tampax in your house <laughs> or whatever? And yeah. It's like uh, you got yourself a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, so it's that kind of realization that's fr- fr- freaking Chandler out. Um, at this point, Phoebe has just become like Joey's agent, yeah. uh, which is, which is very funny. Just on the phone. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just through the phone. She's, he's, he's asked her to set up multiple, uh, uh, auditions. He even like booked one of them. Um, but not the others. Uh, I like that. So we actually, I like the the name of the episode because we get, I I didn't mention it. I, I bring up these two things at once. Chandler's commitment phobia and Phoebe pretending to be an agent because the episode is called the one with the metaphorical tunnel and we get two fake tunnels. The metaphorical tunnel is Chandler's talking about like Uh going through the tunnel and coming out the other side, like a guy in a relationship. And it's like, there's a, he's trepidatious about going through that commitment tunnel. But then Phoebe pretends to drop a call because she says she's on her car phone and is going through a tunnel. So there's actually two fake tunnels. Only one of them is actually metaphorical though. So, um, I just thought that was funny. Um, so Chandler like finally gets up the nerve to go through the tunnel and he does. So it starts off in a cute way. He like invites Janice over to have dinner at his place. They're like eating dinner on the foosball table. Props to the props department. That, that dinner looked good. The pasta. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't really looking cause I, uh, we'll get to fashion later, but I couldn't keep my eyes off of Janice in this scene. Yeah. Um, Breathtaking. Yeah. <laughs> but also great outfit. Yeah. Um, uh, so he does it in a cute way where he gives her a gift and the gift is contact paper. Yeah. But then it turns out what he's saying is, I want you to have a drawer in my bedroom like that. Very, I've cleared out sweet. a drawer for you and, yeah. and you can put the contact paper in a drawer and keep your things here. But then he like 
like he knew he would he kind of overdoes it and he starts like saying let's take a trip i want to meet your parents yeah. let's go on a trip with your parents let's move in together like he just yeah keeps leveling up yeah uh and it flips it, it freaks her out and yeah, she he's spiraling like he's yeah yeah um not dealing well and and uh so she leaves and he chases her down the street after calling her voicemail and leaving a an apology for chasing her down the street and yeah. then he runs out the door yeah uh but then we get one of the like sort of corny things where Chandler's like one of the girls. He's like commiserating with Monica yeah. and Rachel, and they're giving him a big old tub of French vanilla ice cream. Yeah. But it's like non dairy. It's uh, like non dairy, like n- non fat. Yeah. Yeah, the props department really, I mean, missed an opportunity here. <laughs> I thought. In what way? Because it just said French vanilla. Well, it said because it it did say like all natural french vanilla yeah, or something like that but it didn't say like yeah. plant based or non dairy yeah. or soy based i don't think it would have said plant based in 1996 right right right, right. yeah yeah it would have said dairy free yeah yeah all right um so this is an ongoing thing too uh speaking of ongoing things ross you mentioned the gi joes he's continuing to be um essentially an emotionally abusive parent <laughs> yes. to yes. to ben it's yes. it's like it's hard to like wrap my head around the idea that there that this was funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, even yeah. if it's not upsetting to you, it's not funny. Even though, like, the show's point of view is very much like of Carol and Susan's. Like, this is fine, but the fact that he's playing with a Barbie is used as a punchline yeah. is also troubling. It reminds me of. Uh, I can't remember if you, because I know you were doing a first time like Cheers watch recently. I, I can't, I don't know if you got to the episode where um, multiple like gay guys start hanging out at Cheers yes. and Norman yes. Cliff are yes. like panicking that their favorite bar is going to turn into a, a gay bar. Yes. It's the same thing that you're talking about. By the end of the episode, the episode ends up in a good place. Right. But it has a ton of homophobic jokes to get to that place. To you, yeah. As yeah. like, as jokes. Yeah. As punchlines. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so Phoebe, and then Phoebe is uh, getting sick of being the agent because she doesn't like that she has to break bad news to to Joey. But then Joey's like, "No, this is good. My Estelle, my usual agent, is too like vague. She doesn't tell me like I can learn from this. It'll actually your, the bad news helps." So, mm-hmm. so she stays on as as the agent. Meanwhile, <laughs> Joey or Chandler, on Monica and Rachel's advice, tries to plan a. Uh, uh, spontaneous like run in mm-hmm. with Janice yeah. at the grocery store, and yeah. it goes terribly. Yeah, <laughs> it goes hilariously bad yeah. from the beginning because he doesn't know how to be aloof. Yeah, um, and he says he's picking up barley for a party. Like it, everything goes wrong. His, his outfit is very unchandler. His <laughs> yeah. speech, his accent, like everything about it yeah. is just like off. And she yeah. knows immediately what he's trying to do. Yeah. And also, I know you, I, I don't know if you wrote this down because you usually notice this more than I do when they change product names. Yes, the grape nuts was obscured. Grape, it was like grail nuts or something. Grail nuts or grail news, but then everything <laughs> else was normal. So there was still like all detergent and yeah, there were brand names. Puffins cereal, but there were also um, I don't know if this is a brand I'd never heard of or if this was made up. There was Success Rice. Yeah. Is that a brand? It is. Success Rice? Yeah. Okay. It's like Minute Rice. It's called Success. 
<laughs> it's a funny name. It's like Uncle Ben's. Okay, but it's like, I guess success rice is a funny name because it's presumptive. Yeah, like you could bl- you could screw up with success rice. I, but I think that's the that. point. Is like it, you can't. It's so easy. It's that so you... easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, props department was busy this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either doing their job or slacking off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they couldn't do everything. Yeah, that's why they had to like cut corners on the French vanilla non-dairy uh, ice cream There were a product. lot of pastries. Um, one was called Devil Dogs, and I don't know if that's... That's real. That, that, yes, okay. that is real. I didn't know about that product. Yeah. What is it? Like snack cake? Yeah, they're like Hostess... Devil Dogs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, or maybe they're a little Debbie, but they're... they're sent, like All the Hostess products are essentially like... The same combination. There's like chocolate cake, chocolate frosting, yeah. and then like a... F- or, or chocolate cake, chocolate. Oh, What's the hard thing? Maybe devil's food cake, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Devil uh, dog. Oh, devil dog cake. Who knew? And okay. it's... Is it Hostess? They look like hot dogs, but they're cake. It's cute. Maybe that's why. Drake's. Drake's? Drake's devil dogs. Oh, okay, okay. That's a regional, Yeah, right? yeah. Um... So this thing with Phoebe giving Joey the notes on his auditions starts to go bad because it turns out there's people are saying a lot of mean things about Joey and he he can't really take it uh, anymore. But it had me wondering, like, I mean, you and I aren't actors. I like, if an actor doesn't get a part, does the casting director actually call up the agent and say, this is why, like, here are our notes. This is why we didn't hire him. I feel like it's just like, yeah. uh, we didn't get it. We gave it to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, that's our call to action. Actors, how often do you actually get notes on auditions? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Um, so Chandler's even more depressed now, so much so that he's lying down on the counter. Yeah. So weird. Can't even make it to the couch. He has two recliners and a couch. Yeah. And a bed yeah. in the other room. It's so weird that he's lying on the counter. Yeah. And Monica and, and Rachel are like doting oh. over him. Yeah. Um, and, and they're giving him... Now he deserves the full fat ice cream. <laughs> yeah. But they're giving him notes. And I guess the joke ends up being that they're giving him notes as women based on if... Uh, based on the idea of Janice behaving like a guy. But it... Joey ends up ignoring their notes and just coming clean and and telling Janice exactly how he feels, and because Janice is a woman, that is or at least is the idea behind the. I don't know that I agree, but I'm saying, right. as far as the show, their show's argument is because Janice is a woman, being straightforward with her works, whereas Monica and Rachel have to like, play games with men because men are, less emotionally mature. Yeah. As Ross has. <laughs> displayed over and over again in this episode yeah this was a real like heteronormative nightmare yeah the barbie and yeah. the relationships but we get to the end speaking of the heteronormativity monica reminds ross that when he was a kid he used to put on his mom's clothes and he played a character named b who liked to drink, drink tea. tea and wanted people to dance around with her yeah and um it's all very funny and ross is embarrassed and susan and carol are loving it yeah yeah i guess it's a good and then at the end we get a, the tag at the end is actual like we get the home, home video, video footage, footage of yeah. of young ross as b 
Yeah. And then he like spills his tea and runs away. And yeah. then Monica, young Monica, like cleans, cleans up, up after, after him. him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any other stray observations about this episode before we move on to funniest moments? No. What I will say is I don't remember this episode at all, <laughs> which is so strange because yeah. I've seen, I thought I saw every episode multiple times. This episode just might have fell through the cracks or something. Maybe it doesn't get a lot of syndication, you know, replays. But this episode did, I I had no recollection of it whatsoever. uh, I remember when I first got, because I'm, you and I, as the listeners know, are huge Seinfeld people. And when I, this is going on like probably over 15 years ago, when they first started putting Seinfeld out on DVD and I bought, I have all of them and I bought all of them and I was watching them all. And I realized I don't know the one um, that now I feel like I've seen multiple times, but I must've just missed it in syndication until the DVDs, the one where <laughs> Jerry, everyone thought Jerry as a kid was fast because he like got a head start on the race yeah. and then he were like, I will not run again. And then like the guy from his past, yeah, um, comes back and they have another foot race yeah. on the on the street and Jerry gives a head start because of a car backfire. Now I've seen it so many times. And the girl was like so impressed yeah. by his yeah. running. Yeah. Um, that episode actually includes one of my like low key favorite George lines, <laughs> um, uh, because George, as part of the ruse, like has to pretend to like he hasn't pretend he hasn't seen Jerry since high school. And so he, yeah. being George, like pretends that he's an architect. Of course. And they're like, oh, what have you done? And he's like, did you see the new addition to the Guggenheim? Which, speaking of Guggenheim, we'll talk about it in a second. Uh, uh, you see the new addition to the Guggenheim? And like Jerry's girlfriend is like, oh, that must have taken forever. And he's like, that didn't take that long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not as long as you'd think. Um, all right, let's move on to funniest moments, right? Yeah. Uh I have two big ones. One we've kind of already addressed, so I'll um, talk to... I'll, I'll talk about um, Joey. Joey talking about going through the tunnel, and he's like, you have to, like, commit. He says, you're afraid of heights? You go to the top of the building. You're afraid of bugs? Get a get bug. A bug. <laughs> so that was on mine, too. Like, they're basically, like... He's basically, like, describing, like, exposure therapy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, get a bug <laughs> is, like, an answer... <laughs> In what way would you get a... a <laughs> you go to the store, you get a bug. Which, I guess you could. Like, yeah, you can have a bug as a pet, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We saw at the county fair, we saw a pretty big cockroach oh, in, a, yeah. in a in a little terrarium. We did. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I remember when we were in this, the, the insectarium in New Orleans, yeah. and we saw those, like, Madagascar hissing cockroaches. Oh, yeah. They're so big, and yeah. they make noises. Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, I, I should get a bug. You should get a bug, yeah. Um... Okay, one of my favorites was a Janice line um, when when Chandler is like um, inviting her to have a drawer and wants to get a trip. <laughs> she said, "I got to buy a valve because oh my <laughs> god, so good." Yeah. Uh, my and my my only other funniest moment was just and we we kind of addressed it, but just Chandler's. <laughs> complete failure at being aloof at the grocery store is yeah. funny from the beginning because yeah. <laughs> she, she sees him and she's like Chandler and he's like oh hello and she says are you being British <laughs> um, another funny Janice line in that same scene um, 
he's like saying like, oh, let's go on a trip with your parents. And she's like, we don't need to plan that because you're tripping me out right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maggie Wheeler, M- MVP. I have another one. Okay, please. Um, when uh, Monica is telling um, Susan and Carol that he dressed up as B and had a little song and Carol says, please God, let there be a song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to friends that make it fashion. So many, I know. I, okay. This we'll talk about, maybe I should say this is how many mother make it fashion, but like you and I are often unimpressed with how many mothers fashion. Yeah. But is it just because it hasn't aged back into being in style again? Like, will in 10 years, will we look at How Many Mother and be like, that's cool? Uh, we might, but it's not in the fun way that Janice's clothes is, are fun. But, there, but there's a lot of great clothes in this episode. Yeah. But I'll, I'll start by mentioning this isn't great, but I, or, or this isn't good or bad, but I just love noting when articles of clothing repeat. Yeah. And Chandler wears his Guggenheim New York t-shirt, mm-hmm. which we've seen, uh, I think, last season we saw it for the first time. Yeah. Uh, what do you have? Um, just everything that Janice wears. Um, there was a, like, a floral ensemble in the first, the first Janice scene, and then... Was that, I thought it had, like, faces on it. Well, that was the second one. The first one is floral. What? The first scene, wait, what? Because I thought the first scene we see her in was at the foosball table when she's wearing, like. No, because that's the date. So there's a scene before then because we, because he, he, want, he wants to set the date. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's Oh, you're right. Scene. You're right. I think I was taking notes. You're right. There is an earlier scene. Yes. Yeah. With, and with she's Janice. in full okay. floral, but different patterns. Mismatched okay. floral patterns. Um. Well, I was pointing out in her second scene, I guess, when they're having dinner at Chandler's. Oh, they're at the perk, and they're making right. out on the couch. That's right. Yes. Okay. This, so the second scene, um, she's wearing, like, green corduroy pants, mm-hmm. and she's got, like, a, I, I would say, like, a long-sleeve polo-type style shirt, but it's got, like, all these, like, it's like a women's faces blouse. all over it. Like, women artists. Pieces. Yeah, like, I think there's like Frida and like yeah. it was like so a, great, and her hair was so big, it was just great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got so many more. Do you have more? Uh, no. Okay. Um, well, this is a big episode for um, I guess women's uh, <laughs> bottoms or lower halves because I mentioned Janice's green pants, but Rachel wears a pair of plaid pants mm-hmm. that are very fetching. Yeah, and then in the scene when. Chandler's laying on the counter, which I still can't get over. Uh, or is he lying on the counter? I think he's lying on the counter is the correct, grammatically correct way to say that. Uh, Rachel's wearing a plaid skirt that was very yeah. fetching. And then in that same scene, I didn't even write it down, but Monica has like a charcoal gray um, dress that has like, uh, kind of like I, I mentioned uh I described Janice wearing a polo shirt. It's the the top of the dress looks like it could be like a polo shirt, but it's actually a dress. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It has that collar and the short sleeves, yeah. but then it goes all the way. And it was, uh, yeah, charcoal, but then I think the collar was a, like a slightly lighter gray. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, should we move on to running jokes, motifs, foreshadowing? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, of course, there's gay, par- gay panic yeah. with the Barbie. That's and then there's also funny. some like transphobic transphobia as well. 
uh, I guess I Well, just like Ross being like so appalled that they knew that he dressed up as a girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I was putting that in sort of general, yeah. I guess queer phobic would yes, be the, yes. yeah. Um, or heteronormative to use, to use the word you used before. There's also bad TV watching. I mean, bad again, TV watching. Yep. it seems like more and more bad TV is something they watch because Joey's on it, yeah. <laughs> like with, with Days of Our Lives. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're watching the, the infomercial. Um, Monica cleaning up after Ross. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, is that it or should, should, we, should we move on to How I Met Your Mother? Uh, yeah, let's, let's move on then. Let's take a quick break first. Okay. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. And we're back. And we're ready to talk about How I Met Your Mother, Season 3, Episode 4, Little Boys. Uh, Natalie, take it away. Okay, so... Take us on a tour of little boys. (laughs) Oddly. We open in the apartment. So it's a Saturday night, and they're saying, like, all right, New York City, like, let's... uh, Check out this Saturday night, and they're tossing pretzels. Yeah, you get all these like shots of like Broadway and yeah, like, like the way that you know, like, we were celebrating a Saturday night in New York, the way that only New Yorkers can. And they're yeah, they're tossing pretzels. But I like that they're all they're all dressed up. Yeah. Like they clearly planned to go out yeah. and then got distracted by this pretzel tossing contest. Yeah, which usually that's done with popcorn, but like. I think you'd probably choke or like hurt yourself. With that, maybe that's why it was such an impressive pretzel. feat. Yeah. But then I, I realized that's two episodes in a row in which characters have gotten ready to go out and then just stayed home. Cause last mm-hmm. week Marshall and Barney had the Wii tennis t- tournament, the little yeah. Wimbledon. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was thinking of like when like girlfriends and I would, get ready like some like getting ready was the best part you know we would like pre-part you know like Mm -hmm. start drinking early and like get dressed and then sometimes we'd end up just like staying in yeah and there was an insecure episode where like all the fun was like they order pizza and like they don't end up going anywhere they have this entire plan like multiple stops going out and then they like they keep ordering in and and getting high yeah. yeah so that was that was relatable um, anyway, so Lily says that she wants to set Robin up on a date. Um, and then there's this whole conversation about it's always, um, there's always a but. So, like, they gave um, examples of, like, there's he has a dead tooth or she has a stroller for her pug or <laughs> there's a strain, restraining order against him. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, in this case, the but is that this dude is a dad. Yes. Uh, Lily. Lily's a teacher of the Yeah, kid. Lily wants to set up Robin with the yeah. dad of one of her students. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, there's more jokes about Field of Dreams. <laughs> there, oh, I love that the, because this, uh, like. That's Marshall's deal breaker. Um, like with friends last week, we yeah. get some some inner monologues. Yeah. And Robin asks, "Well, what's what's my butt?" And everyone has a different one. Yeah. Like Ted's that she's a commitment phobe. 
Lily's is that she's a gun, gun nut. nut. Barney's yeah. is that she's Canadian. Yeah. And Marshall's is that she didn't she like feel like the dreams. dreams. Yeah. Uh, but then they're all like, you don't, don't have nothing. a, yeah, yeah, you, you don't <laughs> have a butt. Um, so meanwhile, Ted and Barney are at McLaren's and Barney comes up with this great idea to wear eye patches as an icebreaker with this whole like convoluted story about a Cobra like multiple cobras multiple being loose cobras. in Central Park. Yeah. <laughs> and they both get their eyes bitten out. I guess so. By these cobras. Um, and like when Ted suggests, when Ted questions, like we both got bit in the eyes. eyes. <laughs> yeah, they're different eyes. Yeah. Um, so then, of course, they come up with this like challenge of like who has the most game. So they're talking about game. Yeah. And, um, so the, I guess it's not, it's not about number, number. It's not, um, well, they have different, uh, each the, the three of them, yeah. Marshall, they have different Ted definitions, they have different definitions game. So in Marshall's mind, it's like how many times you've had sex. No, Marshall says that he's won the game because the marriage, yeah. The goal of the game yeah. is marriage. Yeah. So he's the only he's the one with the most game because he's the only married one. Yes, but then he also calculates how many times he and Lily have had sex right. and that's his um that's his definition of game, but then Barney's like, "No, one. You've had one because you've been with one woman." Yeah. So there's a whole conversation about quantity over quality. Yeah. And then their bet is ultimately like uh, find a quality girl and who can sleep with her the fur the mm-hmm. quickest, and the quality girl <laughs> is Stacy, who um, is a uh, Janet Varney. Janet Varney, who we knew from uh, so you're, the, you're worst. the worst, but also before that, I mean, she's like a very funny, yeah, she's uh, great lady. She uh, has been a guest on the Never Not Funny podcast multiple times, which yeah. is uh, a podcast that one of the first, probably the first podcast I ever listened to was Never Not Funny back in like 2006. Yeah. So yeah, I've been a Janet Varney fan for a while. Um, so yeah, she's great. Um, Ted is like, oh no, I don't need like some gimmick with the eye patch. I'm just gonna go and talk to her. And Barney said, oh, like I've already slept with her, so I already win this one. Yeah, it turns out that like yeah, Barney goes up and gets slapped, and it yeah. turns out that he slept with her a year ago and forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we see Ted and uh, Stacy's date, and they're like kind of taking it slow. He's really kind of into her, um, and then he can't get the idea of uh, Barney out of his mind, and like he com- what did he? Um, Barney compared himself to Sir, Sir Edmund Hillary. Uh, Edmund yeah. Hillary. Like <laughs> I've. Uh, climbed before you yeah, and so ever, there's yeah. like little tiny like spelunking barneys all over her body yeah yeah so this is i should save it for similar like putting different... flags in her breasts yeah like... <laughs> yeah uh a couple things about that i should have like there are two fake tunnels on friends there are two little boys on i mean oh. there's the little boy doug yeah. you know yeah. the, the uh, robin's dates son yeah. but also there are little versions of both barney and yeah and ted but i also for those i felt bad for janet varney that for all those like scenes of like little barney like superimposed on her she had to just like sit still, still while they did like a close-up of her mouth or her breast or her shoulder yeah. Like, yeah yeah um meanwhile robin is on a date with george and he actually is a great guy and mm-hmm. they're hitting it off and she admits well she first starts like saying like 
that she loves kids and um, she forgets <laughs> the name for baby. She's like, I like when they're pudgy and round. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Babies? She's like, yes, that's it. Yeah. Um, and then she finally admits to him that like she's not like really into kids. And he said, you know, that's fine. I just won't introduce you to Doug, mm-hmm. which is a funny name for <laughs> a child. Yeah. Um, uh, but I guess every Doug was yeah. a kid. Yeah. But and I guess I you guess say like Dougie Douglas, or Douglas. Yeah. But, yeah um, Doug. This is my son, Doug. So she wakes, she's eating breakfast one morning after staying over George's house and um, <laughs> Doug walks in and <laughs> Robin... Well, we'll save this for later, but she's she doesn't know how to handle it, so she calls Lily. Like, what do I do? Yeah. Um, and Lily says, like, oh, just, like, be normal. Just, like, be real. <laughs> and her and Doug, like, hit it off. Yeah. But it also was weird, like, did Doug's mom just, like, drop him off in the front of the building and he had to make his way up? And where is George? And He's in the shower. And she, I feel like... I don't know, you work with kids as part of your job. Like, I feel like George should be more careful about when his and son, there's definitely his son like is a, not his roommate. Like, There's definitely, like, a handoff. You don't just, like, take a kid, like, okay, go up the, you yeah, know, five yeah. flights of stairs and knock on the, your dad's yeah. door. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and if you know your kid's coming over the next morning, you, like, hurry your date, like, yeah. out the door, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to, them to meet a new person too soon. But George is... Obviously not that responsible. Yeah. Um, so, um, okay, Robin is telling Lily, like, oh, it's um, it's going well. Uh, Doug thinks Robin is cool, but I think it might be getting too serious. And then Lily's like, yeah, you should probably know that um, Doug made this drawing in class, and it was like, I love my mommy, and it yeah. was like a picture that clearly, it was like hand-drawn by a child, and it looked like it could be Robin. Yeah. So they bring it to McLaren's and they're all looking, oh yeah, that's definitely Robin. Like the yeah, hair. Ted, Ted just sits down and says, who drew that picture of Robin? Yeah. Um, and Robin's saying like, oh no, I don't even have hoop earrings. It couldn't possibly be me. And everyone's joking that it's definitely her. Um, Marshall uh, didn't have a lot to do in this episode. He's just like trying to assert his uh, relevance into the conversation somehow. Yeah, he wants to... Uh, believe that he has some kind of game. Yeah. He has this whole thing about his, are you a model? Uh, pickup line. Yeah. <laughs> Which, do you remember this? We were at a, a, a tasting room in Los Olivos, California that will go unnamed. Uh, and there's an old guy who used to pour there yeah. who you always got creepy vibes from. Yes. And one time I was there getting our tasting and there were some young women down the bar from me and he turned to them and he said, are you girls models? <laughs> and I, you told me that I was like, I was right. You I knew right. it. Yeah. I read this guy. He, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't work in there anymore. We haven't seen him in forever. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he got canceled. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Um, so Robin is planning on breaking up, but they're all saying like, Oh, like now that the kids involved, you have to gently break up with both of them. Yeah. Um, so she does, and she says, like, oh, he's never been broken up with. So she uses all the cl- cliches that she could think of. Like, it's not me, it's yeah. you. I'm just in a different time in my life right now. You deserve someone better. Yeah. And actually, Doug is the one who's like, 
who are you? Because uh, another woman uh, comes to the door who looks kind of like Robin, just like in. Yeah. But what is she wearing? But she's wearing hoop earrings. earrings. She (laughs) has like brown, short, like curly-ish, you know, wavy hair, uh, thin, tall. Like she's definitely like a Robin type. Um, And this person has been dating uh, George. Yeah. Just like a few times, a few dates. But Dougie already likes her better. Yeah. Yeah. So that's who Dougie was uh, talking about. Yeah, with. that's who the picture was of. Yeah, my new uh, mommy. Did you notice in that that breakup scene? Did you notice uh, what's Doug's dad's name? George. George. What George has on his table back behind Robin? No. It's a little skull with an eye patch on. This is weird, oh, right? Interesting. Props department. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then, of course... Maybe that's how he met Doug's mom, was by pretending to wear an eye patch. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he reads Barney's blog. Yeah. Um, so Barney, he's always, like, playing the long con. So his con was that at McLaren's, when uh, when Stacy slaps him, he's actually saying, like, my friend really wants to meet you. We're in this bet. Like, slap me. So he thinks that, well, I don't know. I don't remember what he... I can't remember exactly what it was either, but basically, like, he was portraying himself as, like, the good, decent, helpful friend. Right. And then later on, he runs into her in the yoga class because he has a conversation with her, like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to yoga. I'll I'll talk to you later. Yeah, Barney is, like, Barney's at the yoga class and um, meets her, and they start... uh, a romance, kind of like well, a... Well, not yet, because this is his whole long con. Con is to see, like, to see Barney as a good guy with a lot of things in common. Right. But he would never make a move, because he's a good guy. He's he a has good... to wait until Ted blows it, which yeah. he knows he will, because he's gotten inside his head. Yeah. Um, look, sexual politics and, and stuff aside, I love con artist stories, yeah, and this too. this is a great one. Yeah. Like it really does yeah. set up, and and you and you do have all the clues. Like when Barney tells the story, and you go back to the episode, and all the things he heard about her liking reggae and going to yoga, yes. and, and and even like saying "see you later, alligator." Like he picks up all these things. Yes. It's yeah. so great. It's so well done. Yeah, and I love Barney at the um, yoga class, like pretending like Namaste, and then he walks away and like throws his yoga mat in the trash, <laughs> which we learned was Ted's. Yoga <laughs> Which is Ted's yoga mat. Um, so then, um, I guess, is it the final scene that she's, like, playing, like, reggae guitar? Yeah, it turns out, yeah, the, that's the Barney uh, hoisted by his own batard now yeah. has to... Go to this reggae concert. ...endure reggae, which he actually hates. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've got some more stray observations. Go ahead. I love the flashback to... How Robin hated kids when she was a kid, and we get young Robin, yeah, uh, um, saying like, "I go to <laughs> what is it like? I go to school all week. Can I just have five minutes to myself?" Because yeah. like her, oh yeah, her little sister, which we know she does have a little sister, which because we, we met her when she came to town, yeah. Um, so I I love that because I think, uh, not to that degree, but I think I also was like that as a kid, where I, I think. When I was a kid, I thought other kids were dumb, and I kind of couldn't wait to grow up because I assumed being around adults would mean being around smart people, but yeah. most, most adults yeah. are pretty dumb. Yeah. So life is just an endless disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Did you in the wide shot? I never. I don't know if this has never been in in the apartment before in in um, Marshall and Lily and Ted's apartment, and I just only noticed it for the first time in the wide shot when uh, Ted's sitting in the recliner off to like camera left, right? Mm-hmm. Did you see? There's a big crate on the floor in front of him, and it says Jax J A X, which uh, you and I have been in New Orleans multiple times. There's a Right, right, like just outside the French Quarter, there's a. It's a shopping mall, but it's in Jack's. Used to be a brewery, mm-hmm. and it's called like the Jack's Shopping Mall, or whatever. But it still has the Jack's Brewery logo. Hmm. Okay. I, I, I recognized it immediately from from our many it. trips to to New Orleans. Um, but yeah, I don't know why uh, I never noticed that before. Um, I also love uh, or just character consistency robin reads the business section because yes, she's yes. uh yeah conservative <laughs> yeah and she was like oh this bailout blah 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 yeah yeah um I, so i like just robin being a conservative but that's that, funny. I, I had that for like themes uh oh you're right you're right um here's a weird thing when barney's talking about like i slept with her a year ago you have to assume she's taken 200 showers since then and it's like a year is 365 days. Like, okay, you go camping, maybe you don't take a shower a couple times, but, like, most people in We've talked America about shower before. every day. We've talked about this before. People shower a lot less than you think. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like most people shower every day unless there's some reason not to. I right? think you'd be surprised. Ugh. Yeah. Um, it's gross to think about. Well... You How many times a year do you think you shower? I say I would shower 363 times a year. There's maybe a couple days when yeah, I am like I'm either probably, sick or if we're like on a vacation where I don't have a, an opportunity. Yeah, I'm like 350. Okay. Um, was that my last one? Yeah, that was my last uh, one. If you want to move on to funniest moments. Um, yeah, we talked about it before, but um, when Doug comes in and Robin's making breakfast in the morning after, and she said... <laughs> It's here, Lily. Or no, she calls Lily. It's here. What do I do? Yeah. It's looking at me. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I was going to do another one, but keeping with um, Robin not getting kids, uh, <laughs> it doesn't occur to her that, like, George having custody of his kid yeah. is yes, yes, like yes. a win I had for that him. Too. Yeah. She's like, what kind of lawyer does this guy have <laughs> if he has to be around his kid all the time? He's yeah. like, oh, getting the kid is winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had that too. So like a good custody lawyer <laughs> Yeah, in her mind is like the least kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had one other one if you. Yeah, go ahead. And this is not a line. This is a whole series. The montage we get of Ted like starting to like Stacy, like dating Stacy. It is like so Ted, like rom-com corny, like clearly intentionally where he like is like making pasta sauce and like gives her, like feeds yeah. her some to taste. And then like, he like picks a sunflower for her on, yeah. the, on the sidewalk. It was yeah. incredibly corny. Yeah. Um, but in a way that, you know, that's exactly like, that's Ted's wants. ideal, yes. like courtship. Yes. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to make, make it fashion? Yeah. Um, Lily has a absurd peasant blouse vest combo. I wrote suits and dresses alike. They're all bad. This yeah. episode, yeah. there's almost no, I mean, even like, cause I love the color yellow and like Robin wears like a yellow dress that I like wanted to like, but I still thought it was like tacky. Yeah. The only thing I maybe kind of liked is, uh, near the end, um, 
Lily is wearing a a, a a shirt that has like that. What do you call that? Like undershirt type of like texture. You know what I'm talking about? Like um, like the texture of like long underwear type of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Like uh, no. <laughs> okay, um, but it like has thermal. Yeah, it's like a okay. thermal exactly. Okay, it has like a thermal texture, but it has little um, like Chinese fans all over it. Okay, I like a. I like a graphic pattern, so I guess that was the closest. Okay. I, I, I literally wrote that down to have something. Okay. Because this episode was not a very fashion fashionable episode, yeah. which is true of most of How I Met Your Mother, I think. Yeah. Um, running jokes, motifs, foreshadowing. Um, so we get a patch up instead of suit up <laughs> to put I, on his I didn't I notice that. Yeah. yeah, that's very funny, patch up. I have another one. Uh, well, there's just, uh, I just have fat shaming. Oh, there's because uh, there's um, one girl that Robin or that Lily set Ted up with, uh, oh, yeah. and he was like, "What was her huge butt?" And Barney was like, "Her huge, huge butt. butt," which is like everyone wants a huge butt. Like that's a good thing. I think um, Barney is uh, Barney in two thousand in mid two thousands is is I think not up to date on yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I have Marshall saying. Uh, when he's calculating how much sex he and Lily has, and he says, wait for it, <laughs> 1,200, right. and um, Barney is proud of him for yeah. using that. Yeah, why didn't I write this stuff down? Yeah. You're right. Well, um... um there's also, like, oh, the theme of, like, some dumb contest, conquest of yeah. women and belittling and um, objectifying them. Yeah, that's what the show does. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to similarities and, and differences. Um, I have a number of things. I, me too. Like some, some like sort of just like cosmetic, but let's start with like the big one, which is commitment phobia. Commitment phobia. So yeah. Chandler, Chandler and, and Robin. Robin. I have that. Um, also ice cream after breakup. Wait, that's right. Yeah. I forgot that yeah. Ro- uh, Lily and Robin have some ice cream after Dougie breaks up with yes. <laughs> with Robin. Yes. Oh, that's great. I yeah. missed that. But yeah, yeah. Um, Straight out of the pint. Yeah. It's... When we do the uh, comparisons between Friends characters and How I Met Your Mother characters... Chandler to Robin is very rarely <laughs> a, a comparison, you know? Chandler is much more like the Marshall, maybe? Yeah. Of... Of uh, of friends, yeah. the uh, the would... beta male, <laughs> if yes. you will. Yes. Um, but yeah, the idea of of uh, Chandler and Robin being on the same page—that's uh, you know what—that's one of the fun things about doing this podcast. Have we done that before? Have we done like the closest facsimile? Like so, Lily is Monica, obviously. Okay, I mean the clear one is that Ross and Ted are like Ross and Ted. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and then Joey could be Barney, maybe. Yeah. But then, see, because there's more friends than there are How I Met Your Mother, so I feel like Lily has to be Monica and Phoebe in a way. Lily has to be Monica. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So who are we missing then? Who's Rachel? I guess Robin is Rachel? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Robin's not... I mean, we'll eventually meet Robin's... Uh, we met her younger sister before we will eventually meet well, her parents. in the way that she's like an object of desire of multiple... Of right. The dudes. Okay. Yeah. And that's sucks that that's yeah. <laughs> that has to be a defining trait. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's the big one. The smaller ones I had, we get a flashback to young Ross and Monica, and we get a flashback to young Robin. Yes. 
Uh, also, people pour milk, and pouring milk is discussed in both episodes. Well, also very cereal heavy. Both episodes are very cereal heavy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. pouring milk. Yeah, specifically pouring milk because like Joey's in a whole infomercial about yeah. pouring milk, this and is then a very dairy Robin and heavy episode. <laughs> yeah, except for the first ice cream in Friends. Yeah, that's right, not, not dairy. dairy. But yeah, that, uh, Robin and Doug have a conversation about the correct way to pour milk, which I, I've heard this like pouring milk and then pouring the breakfast cereal in thing before, but that sounds absurd. You do the cereal first. cereal first. Yeah, I can't believe we have to have that conversation. Yeah, <laughs> obviously cereal first. I feel like anyone who does milk first is like trolling. I feel like that's one of those like BuzzFeed like turns out you've been pouring milk wrong this whole time or something yeah. type of thing. No, yeah. it's not. This is clickbait. Yeah, you might be surprised that you've been doing this wrong. <laughs> yeah. um, I've known people who use water in cereal instead of milk. Oof. What was it? Uh, I was just reading, and this is clearly like a PR stunt, but I can't remember if it was like Minute Maid or Tropicana or something, like put out a limited edition breakfast cereal that you're intended to pour orange juice on instead of milk. Yeah, I've heard of people doing that yeah. too. Or maybe that's like an urban legend. Uh, yeah, it's no good. Um, but we were just watching an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine, where Jake pours not orange juice but orange soda on his breakfast cereal. Yeah, <laughs> or he like yeah. his like desk gets knocked over and he's like, oh, all the orange orange soda spilled out of my breakfast cereal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's. Uh, oh, also, I have a similarity. Oh, please, please. Uh, you mentioned the Guggenheim uh, sweatshirt. Yeah. So. Um, or t-shirt. Yeah. T-shirt. Ted also has a New York shirt yeah yeah i feel like these shows really want to like because obviously they're both shot in los angeles yes, they yeah. they want to remind everyone this is new york yeah um all right well let's move on to playing favorites okay yeah count us down when you're ready this is a this is a close one for me three two one how i friends. met your mother it was the 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 con for me, the con artist storyline is what put it over the top for how many mother, but this is a, a, a good love, friend. I love Janice. We are Janice stands here. Yeah, absolutely. And so we got a lot of Janice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she had some great lines. Yeah. Yeah. Friends of, <laughs> we're friends of Janice. Yes. That reminds me, we got a, um, oh, I didn't mention this when we were talking about gay panic on friends. We got a like, uh, gay euphemism, like, um, I can't remember if it's Carol or Susan says, like, why do you care if he's playing with a doll? Are you afraid he's going to uh, like, go yeah. into show business? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we were on different pages uh, that time. But this is the first time in season close. three that close. I have picked How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. So I'm glad that How I Met Your Mother is getting back. Because I know season three and four have some killer episodes. So okay. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that How I Met Your Mother is getting on track. I think they really just had to get rid of Gael. That was a big part of it. Yeah. Um, I think also what swayed me is like feeling like I watched this for the first time. <laughs> so it's like, ooh, that is ooh, fun. Different. Yeah. All right. Um, well, let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce. It's a, it's a segment called How Were We Doing? This is where we look at uh, what was happening in the world in the days these episodes aired. At this point, we like, I'd skim events because we just, just really want to go through like the Billboard top five. But, um, Friends season three, episode four, the one with the metaphorical tunnel, aired on Thursday, October 10th, 
1996, which was the day the cornerstone, the day of the cornerstone dedication for the Holocaust Museum in New York City. Mm. We, you and I, have been to New York, but we didn't go to the Holocaust Museum. Yeah, we went to in Berlin. We went to the. Uh, they don't call it that. It's the Memorial for the Murdered Jews of Europe. Yes. I think is what it's called. Yes. Yeah, that's intense. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but also like worth going. Beautiful. To. Yeah. 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 Um, and the top five songs in the U.S. on that day. Uh, okay, I'm hoping you know this one because I've never heard of this group, band, whatever it is, or the song. The artist is No Mercy. The song is Where Do You Go? Mm-hmm. Are you going to look it up? Because um, yeah. I was going to, but I think you should. Okay. Um, and number four, Keith Sweat's Twisted. And number three, Celine Dion's It's All Coming Back to Me Now. And number two, Donna Lewis's I Love You Always Forever. And of course, still at number one, Los Del Rio's Macarena, the Bayside Boys mix. Oh, I already love it. Yeah. Oh man, this is awesome. Oh my god. I do remember this. I don't, but this song is so good this already. It's very like Miami. Oh man, okay, we don't have the rights to that, so we find that play don't too come much. For us. Yeah, but uh Okay. I'm definitely going to listen to that yes. in full. That's yes. that sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh Season three, episode four of How I Met Your Mother, The Little Boys, aired on Monday, October 15th, 2007. Um, on, on this day, let's see, this says Fox Television Stations Group launches a new business television cable channel in the USA. Uh, does Fox Business still exist anymore? Ugh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> let's see. Fox Business. This is Robin uh, material. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. Um, here, Robin is... Uh, uh, yeah, it's still still going. Fox Business is... Um, oh, just lost my internet. Anyway, and it's gone. So never mind. Um, but... Uh, uh, oh, it looks like the... Uh, the <laughs> my phone accidentally went back to what I was looking at before. So Brad Rowe, the actor who played George, uh, is a um, same-sex marriage rights advocate. Awesome. That's on his Wikipedia. So good for him. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Top five songs in the U.S. on October 15th, 2007. Let's see. Yeah, no real. No, there is another. So we got Timbaland's The Way I Are at number five. And number four, Timbaland's Apologize. Still don't know the song, mm-hmm. but two Timbaland's at the same time. Number three, Britney Spears' Give Me More. Number two, Kanye West, Stronger, and hanging in there, number one, Soldier Boy, tell him's Crank That Soldier Boy. Okay. We got it, both, both uh, lists have that, uh, you got the Macarena and Crank That Soldier Boy, like sort of club songs that are hanging in there at number one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows using only the episode titles as our guide. First, let's look at how we did last week. Not great. Mm. I said um, that the one with the metaphorical tunnel would be about the gang having watched too many Steinfeld reruns. Uh, argue about the best ways to exit Manhattan by automobile. 
That doesn't happen at all. Yeah. And you said in flashbacks we see the fellas as as the, as the young whippersnappers they once were. We didn't get that. We did get weirdly a flashback of Robin. Childhood flashback. But yeah. like, you, it's the episode was called Little Boys. You specified the the fellas. Yeah. We both whiffed on that one. Mm-hmm. So at four episodes in, we're still tied at one apiece okay. for this season. Okay. Um. Let's see what's going to happen next week. But first, I'm going to need you to vamp on oh. this. Wildberry cheesecake ice cream. That sounds awful. Brazil? No, it sounds delicious. I don't like cheesecake. Do you know... Okay, we've talked about how the Cheesecake Factory is like maybe the best chain restaurant. Right. Part of the reason is, despite the enormity of their menu, everything on the menu is made by hand in the kitchen. Yes. With the exception of... The cheesecake itself. That's the only thing in the Cheesecake Factory that is like made elsewhere in a factory Where and shipped there. Oh. They have Cheesecake Factory has a number of regional factories and they make them because I guess you couldn't like at the scale that they need right, 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 cheesecakes. Right. Those you, things are enormous too. And you would need to dedicate an entire kitchen to it. So right. that's the only thing on their menu that isn't made to order that is actually made somewhere else. So and the shipped cheesecake in. factory is a thing. It's just not. <laughs> yeah. That's care. not where you're eating. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not a huge cheesecake person, but little bits of it and ice cream sounds appealing to me. Okay. okay. Brazil nut body butter. Okay. Patio chips. Uh, season three, episode five of friends is called the one with Frank jr. The one with Frank jr. Okay, I have to guess. Who would be Frank? Am I missing something obvious? Yes. Yes, because we... We know a Frank on the show? Yes. There's a Ross and a Joey and a Chandler. Yes. And I'm let's not going to feed it to you, but... No, I don't want you to feed it to me. But I don't, I don't, I can't think of who Frank is. This is like the one where Mr. Heckles dies, and I like thought yeah. like Mr. Heckles was like a cat or something. Yeah. Completely forgetting that we had met Mr. Heckles. Yeah. So we've we've met Frank. Mm-hmm. Is Frank an animal? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. We've we've met Frank Jr. I, I completely drawing a blank. The one with Frank Jr. And we've met Frank Jr. I feel like I should know this. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I feel like I should know this. Obviously, I should know this. How have we met Frank Jr.? Is Frank Jr. a kid? No, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. No helping. Um, yeah, I, I'm drawing a blank. Okay, make it up. I'm going to say... Um, Joey finds out he has a half-brother he didn't know about. Okay, good so. guess. <laughs> Joey finds out that his father, whose name is Frank. Oh, fuck. I know who Frank Jr. is now. Yes, you do. <laughs> it's G. Vannery Yes, it is. Okay. All right. So now I have to think of a, like what happens with Giovanni Bisi's character, mm-hmm. um, who we learned, despite being played by clearly adult Giovanni Bisi, was like not old enough to drink because he tried to get Phoebe to <laughs> buy him beer. Yeah, so I'm going to say Frank Frank Junior comes into the city and tries to get Phoebe's to 
buy him booze or otherwise compromise her stern <laughs> traditional values morals and values yeah. so that's what's going to happen okay <laughs> i remember who frank jr was yeah. at the, right right in time yeah 11th hour uh all right season three episode five i'm glad you didn't lock it in because if you locked it in it would be too late yeah yeah okay well season three episode five of how many mother it's a good one but also the <laughs> The name will not help. The, no, I'm saying the premise of the episode is in the title. Oh, okay. Um, uh, it's called How I Met Everyone Else. Hmm. Okay. Um, but I have to guess... Okay, so it's going to be obviously a flashback-heavy episode. And right. And we learn... That's that's always a safe bet with How I Met Everyone, I yeah. think. But, I mean, we already know it's, like, in college, right? So you think we're going to get some more, like, uh, unfortunate we're gonna get, wigs? We're going to get some, call, yeah, some unfortunate wigs. We're going to get some pot smoking. Okay. Um, bad fashions. Yeah. Um, maybe um, some secrets, secrets from the past. Well, you got to come up with something specific that I can. Okay. Do we, did we learn already how Barney and Ted meet? Um, do we? I'm trying to think. Because I know Marshall I feel like and we Lily. did know that, but now I can't remember. And we know Robin? Uh, well, Robin is, that's the first episode, is Ted meeting Robin. That's the the pilot. Oh, duh, right. The pilot of the show. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to learn how Barney and Ted meet. I feel like we did, but now I'm... Because Barney didn't go to the same college. No, yeah, they didn't become friends until they got to New York. Okay, but we do know that Barney was a traveling smelly hippie. Yeah. That's why he thinks people only take 200 showers a year. Yeah. <laughs> Did they? Do they meet abroad? I'm sure they meet many broads. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> um... Sorry, yeah. do you want me to vamp? Do you want me to read from the Trader Joe's? No, I'm going to say we learn how Ted and Barney um, meet cute. And I'm going to say it was a silly one. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. They're on. Um, um, it's going to be at a. Um, unlikely place. <laughs> okay. Uh, While traveling abroad. Uh, okay. And it's gonna be... <laughs> uh, I'm so bad at this. It's gonna be abroad or perhaps several of them. <laughs> I'm going back to that well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we learned how Ted, Ted and Barney met cute, and it's going to be abroad or perhaps several of them. Um, You're good at this. But also, I'm half sure we have seen... Yeah. Yeah. So I probably um, won't get a point, but that's fine. I'm really yeah. good at this game. Uh, 
Trader Joe's Crunchy Cinnamon Squares. Gluten-free double chocolate muffins. Strawberry Lemonade Jojo's. Freeze-dried strawberries. Okay. Um, Creamy, dreamy, raspberry and cream yogurt. All right. Well, I... Um, I'm not sure we actually do know um, Trader Joe's how they how they met. Lemonade. All right, so uh, that's it. <laughs> we did it. We talked about both uh, episodes, season three, episode four. Next week we'll be back for season three, episode five. Um, you can f- uh, let us know the calls to action we put out, which I've already forgotten. What did we say? Calls to action. Um, for this week, I don't think we had any. Oh, I thought I, I thought I had one. Um, we're clearly so distracted this week um, by by multiple things. Uh, it, let us know if you. Oh like, yeah, if you're an actor. Oh yes, Do you yes, get yes. notes yes. when you don't get like get a role, or do you just hear no? I feel like it's later. Yes. Um, do you like kids? Why or why not? Yeah. <laughs> do you pour the milk in the bowl before the cereal? Have and is used, that like some sort of weird affectation? Have you used anything other than milk in your series? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I, I know I told you this story. I said this story on, on here about how I, um, my friend and I, like, both like as a dare for each other, we made coffee, but put Mountain Dew in the coffee maker instead of water. Mm-hmm. It was awful. Mm-hmm. And it also ruined the coffee makers. Yes, yes. Yeah, I it, imagine. Yeah, the coffee makers were shot. Um, this is a. I'm sorry. I just realized this is a rare episode where we didn't talk about Seinfeld and the connections. But Seinfeld is also very. Didn't I talk about Seinfeld? <laughs> well, you joked about oh. Seinfeld. As and a, also, I talked about like the uh, foot race episode oh. and how I never saw it before yeah. the. Duh. Okay. But we, we didn't were actually making comparisons to right. the show. So Seinfeld is very serial forward. Um, yeah. Jerry yeah. has tons of cereal. <laughs> They're always eating cereal. Yeah. All right, well, you can find us um, wherever you found this uh, episode. You can also find posts for every episode of BattleshipPretension.com where you can comment and, and stuff. And also that you can find my other podcast, Battleship Pretension, the movie reviews that I write and stuff like that. Uh, you can, uh, most importantly, you can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. We, we love when you when you do that. Um, and I'm on Twitter at Davey Pretension. Now, um, Natalie, remind the listeners where uh, they can find you. Well, they can't. Um, but you should, uh, subscribe to this podcast. If you like it, you should tell your friends, tell your mothers, rate, review, email us, answer all all of our queries. Yeah. Um, we do read everything. Um, but yeah, let us know. Um, until next time, see you at the reggae concert. (laughs) 